Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there and welcome to this beautiful sunset that is behind me. Uh, again, I hope you're watching the video for this on the YouTube channel. But anyway, if you're not, it picture a, a beautiful sunset. This was taken outside of our home in Arizona, and the foreground is very dark, underexposed, and I know that, but it was so that the I could keep the real vibrant colors here, and there's probably a way to get that to be perfect, but I didn't develop it uh, in, in the raw format to, to do that. But anyway, it illustrates the point that I want to make. The reason I wanted to talk about that today is because today's episode 659, and the name of this is The Heart of the Hosts. And yesterday and the day before in the next couple of six episodes, I want to talk about my experience with podcast guesting. Now, you know, this is my 659th episode, and I've had a number of guests on mine, but certainly only one in 10 or 15 episodes. And I haven't really sought a lot of guests, but I love to have them when they want to talk about creating that ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that we create by serving with our divine gifts. And I know that you can have that ultimate life anytime you want. Like, you can have it. There's nothing preventing you except your belief or not choosing to, to have that in your life. So what I've learned... In all these episodes, and I've been, like I said, about a guest on 150 and counting episodes, and I've got a couple more uh, this week. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, I think. But anyway, a couple more, maybe three or four more this week. And I'm appearing on somewhere between three and five episodes a week of other people's. And I told you yesterday about the, the surprising revelation about them. That they are those who are trying to live their ultimate life. They're trying to make a difference and live with purpose, prosperity, and joy. And the prosperity is hard sometimes with podcasts because people don't pay you to podcast. And you don't sell podcasts. Now, you can take the content and repurpose it, repackage it if you've been teaching something. And there are certainly courses that I have created from the hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours of content we have in our podcasts. And one of them is a course about time. Creating time for joy and productivity, right? And another one about how to read 10 times faster than you read today. And another one is about tell your story, make an impact. And right before recording this, I was on the, a class that I was teaching that I think is the second or third week of a 12-week series, helping uh, some folks write books and create courses. And I love doing that because I get to connect with people who have something on their hearts, something heavy on their hearts or light, joyful on their hearts that they want to help with. And it usually almost always comes out of struggle, trauma, difficulty, trial, hardship that they've had in their life. And they're now in a place where they can help somebody with it. And that's such a beautiful thing. Someone is determined to take their hardship and their learning and turn it into some beneficial, helpful thing. And sometimes they want to create a product and sell it. Sometimes they want to write a book and Sometimes they just want to share, and often we have the opportunity to do that on social media, and so people 
share stories on social media, but a lot of that is used for such banal purposes, aggrandizement and bragging and look how cool I am and look what I'm doing and don't you wish I could, you could be like me and I have achieved the lifestyle of whatever, the rich and stupid or the rich and famous, you know, and, and it isn't really with the true and honest and heartfelt desire to serve and love. And not all. There are some that are absolutely squarely in that camp, and I love and honor them. What I want to talk about today is the hearts of the hosts. And what I mean by that is, you know, yes, I'm generalizing, and I'm talking about the hearts of 150 people today in this podcast. And they're on different spectrums of, you know, being completely dedicated to a cause, to just trying to make a mark in the world to trying to figure out how to get a voice and maybe turn it into a business. And so, there's, you know, they're more or less dedication. But here's what I've learned about this. <clears throat> and I talk to them about it. I mean, the podcast guesting, whether they're guesting for mine or I'm on one of theirs, there's always a bit of conversation that takes place before the episode starts, right? And some will have a get-to-know-you call for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. And some don't, and they use 10 or 15 minutes before the episode to, to get to know you and ask questions like, is anything off limits, and you know, are there any questions you don't want to talk about, or any of that kind of stuff, and my answer is always no. Go with it, and let's do the most value. I always have two questions for the hosts that I, uh, that I serve, and that is this. Number one, who's your audience, right? Like, who are you talking to? And... What are, you, what are they looking for? It's two parts of the same question. So I get them to tell me who most of their audience is or the different groups that have, you know, are part of their audience. And what do they come to find? And I ask that question and I tell them I'm doing that so I can do the very, very, very best job I can to serve them, to talk in the language they're looking for, to address the needs they have so that their audience will grow and they'll feel served by hearing our episode. The other question I ask is just a housekeeping one, which is how long. This podcast is 15 minutes because it's daily. And some are, like I've been on some that are an hour or even an hour and 15 minutes. And the reason that's important is just the pacing of content. Like if you're trying to cram three cute tips into 15 minutes, you can do that. If you're trying to tell a story of uh, mental illness and recovery or of struggle or of business failure and then you know, relaunch or anything like that, it takes more than 15 minutes. And and the episode, knowing that length, helps me out. Anyway, so what I know about this group of 150s, first, why are they doing this? Well, as the, as the majority of reason, the biggest reason is a labor of love. They are doing this because they care. Something in their history, in their past, in their experience, in their friendship, in their family has been a difficult thing. Whether it's starting a business, being an entrepreneur, struggling with mental illness, addiction, abuse, whatever it is, they've had a struggle and then they feel moved to share. They feel pulled, moved, driven to see how they can add value by sharing the story. I love that. Just love it. And that's a beautiful thing that I get to know about these people. It is a labor of love. And as I mentioned, I think a day or two ago, 
I always, uh, when, the, when the podcast officially starts and they say, so tell our audience a little bit about yourself, which is often how one would start, or maybe with a particular question, I always say, well, happy to answer that, but before I do, I want to honor you as the host of this, because I know from my own experience how much labor, work, editing, audio sweetening, marketing, da-da-da-da-da goes into this, and I want to just congratulate and honor you for the labor of love, and I talk to them about, you know, their audience, and just really try to love them and honor them for the work they're doing, and most of them, that, nearly all of them, that is a complete surprise. Some are almost a little embarrassed, but most of them are just profoundly grateful that someone acknowledged their work, and I'm just sharing that with you because what does it take? It took me two or three minutes, maybe a few minutes of convo ahead of time, but it just takes a couple of minutes, and I'm able to both acknowledge the work they're doing and love them for the effort they're trying to make to add good to the world, and I love doing that, and it's such a small thing, but it makes such a difference. So that's what one thing I know about them. They're in this for the love. With, it, with very rare exceptions, monetizing podcasts is difficult. Like I said, you can get some sponsors and stuff, but that's after you've got a big audience and some other stuff. The second thing I know, besides that it's a labor of love, is that for many it is partly a form of healing from their own trauma because they get to, or difficulty, or struggle, or hardship, or experience. They get a place to talk about it, they get a place to have someone else talk about things that are similar, and therefore there's a connection, and their audience benefits because they can hear two people that have had some kind of struggle and have been victorious over making progress or, in some cases, complete recovery from the struggle and share both the, the agony and the ecstasy, to quote a title of a book about Michelangelo from many years ago. The agony of the process of, of healing and creation and the joy or ecstasy of having reached a place where you feel some degree of autonomy and mastery. And that journey is uh, sparked in me. That's why I wrote Tightrope and other books and music and everything else. And sparks in them a desire to serve. Who can I lift and love and bless? So besides the labor of love, it is a method of healing for both them and the audience that is drawn into their circle. I had a chance to be on an episode the other day with a woman. I was listening to her story as she shared some of it with me, and I was horrified and fascinated. She'd been, she'd had experienced so much physical violence that she had a, bit, a good bit of her face reconstructed with titanium underneath the skin, and I was just appalled that it would have happened and grateful that she was able to, you know, be alive and there and talking and sharing and at her commitment dedication to serve. So I get lifted and blessed by their love and stories so often. Another thing that I know about these people that are the hosts is that they come from all over the place. I did one a couple days ago, I think I mentioned yesterday, and it wasn't the first one, from Africa. And I have no idea how big his audience was, and I don't care if it was two people. My heart went out to him because of the work he was trying to put in to do this podcast to serve entrepreneurs. And he was clearly a younger fellow, I could tell from his voice, and he was trying to do something helpful and good. And certainly build his own profile and maybe create some business for whatever it is, and I don't even know. 
But I just was in awe of, of the admiration and my admiration for him and him and his work. And the reason I'm sharing all this on the Ultimate Life podcast or your Ultimate Life is because in the podcast universe for this moment, and I don't know how long any of these people will be continuing. Some are just new and some that I've done have been at it for years. I've been at it for two years and some have got several years on me. And so they're long and experienced and they're in it for the long haul. They have picked something that gives them purpose and joy. I didn't ever ask, how much money are you making? So I don't know about the financial prosperity. I could tell that there was a great deal of personal prosperity. Their soul felt validated. In many cases, they referred to relationships and spouses and others and the support and joy that it created in the relationship that they had and some healing and good things that happened in the relationship. So there were prosperity on many levels. Why? Because they had chosen to dig into a purpose. Now, we talk about purpose a lot on this podcast, and sometimes it act, we act like it's something we don't have. I don't know. I don't know that anybody knows. I know exactly what it is to start with. You just start doing things that feel good and are aimed at service. You enjoy doing them. They feel good and they're aimed at service. It's important that you enjoy doing them because otherwise you'll quit. It's important that it feel good. In other words, you're rewarded when you, with a good feeling when you help somebody. Because why? Because then you'll keep doing it. Those become uh, fulfilling motivators to keep going. It feels good. I'm helping somebody and therefore we do it again. And that, the, out of that, your purpose emerges. It is in the crucible, the fire of effort and work that your purpose is refined. Certainly how I've done this, 14 years ago, 14 and a half, when I had the intervention that changed the course of my life, the next thing I did is I created a course on meditation and wrote some books on that. And then I started thinking about what coaching would be and how to do that. And then I supported Joy a lot in her eBay online business. And we went through several versions of this, speaking and conferences and gurus and this and that to refine the purpose, but it was refined in the crucible of action. We didn't discover it. It's clear now, or as clear as it needs to be for more action, and is refined. I've got nine places to speak in the rest of this year, and it's the middle of April. I'm excited, and I've got another couple of books coming out, and I'm just in love with the work that I do, this podcast, helping you discover your ultimate life, and then take the action to live into it, not just talking about it. And so whether it is, and it was, you discover your purpose in the crucible of action. That's where your purpose is refined. That's what I noticed about the hearts of these people. They were, some new, some old, but they were refining their purpose, who they're talking to, what they talk about. And it was creating for them refined purpose, prosperity of spirit, heart, and place in the world, which also brings joy. And the only reason I'm avoiding the money conversation is because I didn't have it with them. So I don't know. Uh, in some cases, I do. I know that they're coaches and they have you know, a practice and this and that. And it was part of their practice. So I do know that. I just don't have a lot of data on that. But I was so impressed with the hearts, the effort, the love, and the power around the hosts. I also know that money is important, but not definitive. You can have money and be miserable. You can have happiness and not have money. So that is the first 
goal, happy. Money usually follows. When you create purpose through your action and you refine your purpose in the crucible of determination and consistency, then prosperity follows because people are attracted to light, people are attracted to purpose and commitment. And you can be that. And so your growth will happen as you connect with your purpose. I just finished a class um, about helping people write books, and this particular class was super powerful. Maybe I'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be about what you can do to dig into and find your purpose, even if you're not doing a podcast. But in this particular class, it was clear that the more we talked about who they were trying to help and how the work that they were doing would be helpful, the light and refinement of purpose was going off in their eyes. And it was beautiful to see and rewarding to be a part of. You're a divine being. You can create purpose. You can have an impact. You can create cash. You can make a big, as big a difference in the world as you want to. And you can help me with my 10 million this year. Share the podcast. Invite others to find their purpose and create service, love, and joy. We'll see you tomorrow. And don't stop any moment working on creating your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stay